0: Let us pray. Father God, I am a child of God. What I am not is a homeschool teacher, God. I'm at home, but Lord, ain't no teaching going on around here. Father God, I am your humble servant. What I am not is a math teacher, God. Lord God, the spirit of common core has attacked our household. And right now, the only thing we have in common is frustration and no answer to the math problem, Lord God. I ask that you send down your angels of the carryover, Lord. Teach you that if you carry the one over to the tenth place, you can get the answer, Lord God. Lord God, I am a layman in your vineyard. What I am not is the cafeteria lady lord yet again the devil has attacked and sent down a tapeworm onto my child lord god and i need you to help her to understand lord that just because there's a refrigerator don't mean the door got to be open. And just because there's a stove don't mean the eye has to be on. I am not Denny's, IHOP, Shoney's, nor Waffle House, Lord God. Lord God, right now, I need her to understand that his times are tough right now, Lord God. But I see if things continue the way that they are going, Lord God, not only am I your child, but I'm going to be an inmate because I'm going to jail, Lord God. I, I don't look good in orange. I don't look good in a jumpsuit, Lord God. But Lord, I ask that you, that you change the way things are going right now, Father God, and bless every teacher because they got a special place in heaven. Ain't no way that I could do it, Lord God. Ain't no way. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Welcome to our quarantine edition of RVA Dirt's Municipal Mania. Mania, 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 Yes, (laughs) ma'am.
2: Literally mania, 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 mania. Oh,
1: Oh, these weeks um, turning into these months. It's something. That's something. But it's so nice to see people yes but not have to touch you or like worry about you (laughs) like breathing in my direction (laughs) that's great i love technology
2: i was in the grocery store the other day and i had to go and pick up some stuff and i was on the aisle and there was a lady she was kind of close to me and i was like back up sis and a guy that was putting away groceries coughed like six miles away, and both of us looked at each other, and we were like, dog don't do that."
1: <laughs>
3: don't call you for can't, this, you
1: can't. It's a terrible time to have seasonal allergies. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm here, round. All right, but we have uh we have special guests here today because there's a large portion of the city that is um, is deeply affected by this stay-at-home order, and that is our children, our students, and parents. Go yeah. RPS, hanging in there through all of it. So we'd like our guests to go ahead and introduce themselves. Miss Page, you want to start up there? Yeah. Cool. You're in my corner. So I'm Dawn Page. I am
3: the Eighth District School Board Representative, and hello. Thank you for this opportunity
4: who's next uh, i'll go ahead thanks a lot for having us my name is scott barlow i represent the second district on the richmond school board hey everybody this is jason cameras
5: superintendent at rps yay
1: hey we got Welcome a new back.
2: group. yes thank Welcome. you guys for coming we really appreciate you guys coming on some of you guys are returners we've got a newcomer as well we really thank you guys for joining us on um this very different new and mm, quarantine edition
1: <laughs> we're in a brave new world like we've never we've never done this before we've had phone interviews that we've done we've done weird on the street stuff but um this is definitely new territory so. Breaking new ground. Um, but mainly i'm excited to see faces yeah very cool go. and also we get to talk about what's going on with rps during all of this
2: yes so Just i'm sure everybody yeah i'm sure everybody knows if you don't know by now i don't know what rock you've been living under but <laughs> Um, the basically the whole country at this point is almost most of the country. I think about eighty percent or eighty-seven percent of the country is under a shelter-at-home or stay-in-home, um, stay-at-home um, order um, by their collective governors to kind of fight or kind of slow. The uh, progression of the COVID nineteen coronavirus to kind of help people not pass the virus because y'all can't wash your damn hands and and, and not cough on people. It's that the fault it. of
1: the people who had roaring twenties parties. They brought us unhygienic yeah. practices and um, diseases yeah. back. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes.
4: There yes. you go.
2: Wipe them off. <laughs> it's causing such a strain on. All of our systems, a lot of restaurants, a lot of businesses shuttered their doors last month. And many businesses, sadly, will not be able to reopen. And it's been a hardship on a lot of us. Um, Essential staff right now the only people that are out and about and are moving. um, That's me. I'm at work. So it's been quite a last 30, 35 days. And our governor recently decided to go ahead and close schools for the remainder of the year. Um, The kids were already out of school um, for about two or three weeks. And so that was a, I'm sure the kids initially were like, yay! And then they were like, wait, hold on. I want to see yeah. my friends. And yeah, so it's been very, very confusing and very straining on parents who are At first, they were like, cool, this is cool, I get to be at home. And now they're like, oh my God, somebody come get these kids. Because (laughs) parents are working from home, um, which is causing a whole myriad of other issues because a lot of people are getting laid off or furloughed or just straight getting fired. Parents that are lucky enough to be able to still get paid and work from home are suffering from a lot of things that people don't even think about, like neck injuries and back pain and things because you don't have offices at home and so people are sitting on couches and laptops and and laps and on floors and the kids are running around and the kids are
1: and what do they have to do like you know what do kids have to do other than annoy the hell out of their parents right now
2: right (laughs) everybody is not blessed with the patience of job like these teachers are and so it's a lot and so everybody is stressed and everybody is dealing with a lot and no one was equipped for this and people are hoarding toilet paper and you cannot find your favorite cookies in the store and it's a lot. Okay? It's so
1: okay. I know it's totally off subject but it's so weird what's missing in yeah. the stores. There's no toilet it's paper. So bizarre, there's no like, bread what is no
2: milk and there's no, no tortilla milk. chips whatsoever. and and no, then- and no eggs. So y'all are making a lot of french
1: toast. Oh and yeah. well I got um the the opportunity of buying some really nice butter because the regular croak butter has been out forever. I well, had I will, quarantine and it. it was amazing.
5: I was sent to Target by my wife this morning. There was no paper towel or toilet paper. No one of the things I was asked to get was chocolate chips to make cookies with our boys. So I go to the baking aisle and like all of the Target brand chocolate chips are gone. The Nestle chocolate chips are gone. All that was left was the Godiva chocolate chips.
2: <laughs> I was going to say Ghirardello, yeah. They yeah like, oh, I, no. I,
5: I, I was big vendor today on the Godiva chocolate chips so that the boys could have chocolate chips. <laughs> chip. so I'm,
2: I'm surprised thing. you found those. Yeah, only,
5: there are only two bags left.
2: I'm wow. surprised because everyone is baking right now doing oh my gosh no, sorry. Yeah. there's so
1: many there's so many white ladies on instagram making sourdough
2: <laughs> the the crafting right now is that all
1: <laughs> so much sourdough and so much acrylic crafting it's killing me
2: <laughs> cricket uh, it, but cricket, anyway it's sold out on amazon right now i know there's a lot so you know let's talk you know jason let's talk about what rps as a whole what you guys have put out there kids initially you know to keep the kids busy what's what what happened like what yeah. have you guys been doing
5: well first let me just say uh, I'll go through everything we've been doing but yeah I have never been more inspired and more proud to be a part of the RPS family than I am today the way teachers and drivers, and custodians, and nurses everybody has stepped up is just incredible. I mean, it's awe-inspiring. It nearly brings me to tears every day, hearing the stories of what people are doing to take care of our kids, take care of each other, take care of their families. Um, As you know, I I put these shout-outs in in my daily um, emails, and it's the thing I look forward to the most every day is getting those emails and compiling that because I think it just speaks to just how incredible our RPS family is, how much love there is for our students. And as I said, when, you know, we first went to a closure, this is a super scary time for kids for so many reasons. And we know that being a kid in Richmond can be scary all on its own without the coronavirus. So now you've got this on top of it. And um, the key message for me that I want our kids and our families and our staff to know is just one of love, that we love you. We are here for you. Yes, our buildings may be closed, but our hearts are open. And we are going to work around the clock to do everything we can to make sure that you're safe, that you're well fed, that your brain is nourished, that your tummy is nourished, Uh, And so that's really what is animating us every day, what we're getting up every morning uh, to take care of. And um, I just think it's important for folks to know.
2: Yes, it is.
5: So with that, um, our number one priority is to make sure our kids are fed. So we have a very large number of students who participate in the free and reduced lunch program. Um, You might know we just, have everybody participating so as to not have any stigma attached to it, but um, somewhere between 70 and 80% of our kids officially qualify for it. So that gives you a sense of um, the food insecurity that so many kids and families are facing. And so we mobilize very quickly to get food out to our kids. As of today, we have um, 10 school sites where we distribute food. And then using our buses, we drive into neighborhoods and at 43 different sites around the city, we are dropping off food um, at neighborhood locations that our families are familiar with. So all told that brings us to 40, I'm sorry, 53 locations uh, in Richmond that we are giving out food to make sure our kids are taken care of. I did wanna just uh, note one comparison statistic Um, and I don't mean this um, to cast any shade on anybody else, um, but LA Unified, which is one of the largest school systems in America, has an enrollment of 735,000 students. That's that's about 30 times as big as Richmond Public Schools. Um, And I have uh, colleagues out in LA, they're doing great work. We're all struggling to to make this work. Um, I do wanna note, so they have 63 sites. Oh. for 735 thousand kids
2: yeah
5: and we have 53 sites for 25,000 kids so oh I, I, I certainly know that you know we can always do more mm-hmm. um, but I do want the public to know um, I think Richmond is actually leading the way when it comes to making sure kids are fed and I could not be prouder of our bus drivers the principals the nutrition staff, the teachers, the volunteers. Oh my God, we have so many wonderful volunteers who signed up to help us package the food and get it out. Um, It's just been, I think, one of the most beautiful moments of of my entire experience in education in over 25 years.
2: That's big. I mean, that's big, that's huge. It's it's definitely something that Richmond has to be proud of. Um, RPS has to be proud of. Um, Food insecurity in this city is a big deal. And so to not have kids need to worry about, to not have parents have to worry about where my kid is going to get a meal, especially at a time when parents are getting laid off, maybe not being able to worry or maybe not having to worry about, you know, being able to feed my child. Sometimes even having to worry about feed myself, right? I know that, I don't even have to maybe go to the school per se to get the meal for transportation reasons because public transportation then puts me at a risk of having to have contact exposure and all these other things in the middle of this COVID-19, I need to shelter in place type things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You're going into the neighborhoods where the kids are.
4: Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, <clears throat> you know, I think, it, this experience, is, as much as any since um, since I've been on the board, really demonstrates um, what a critical role RPS and our public school system plays in the lives of many of our children. Uh-huh. And um, we're meeting these needs every day. We're meeting very fundamental needs of our kids, of our students, every day in Richmond Public Schools. And uh, I'm just so proud of what the uh, what our school system, how resilient our school system has been and how adaptive our school system has been to continue to meet these needs as we go through this process because uh, we already have so many families in Richmond who are fe- uh, experiencing food insecurity first. So for us to be able to continue to provide that support really highlights how important a role we play as a school system. And I hope, um, yeah. I hope that really brings, um, brings this to the attention of many people in the Richmond area and the surrounding area. Um, who may not have the day-to-day contact with our school system or with our kids. Uh, and, and I hope that they recognize, uh, you know, that that the school system needs to be be supported. And we need continued support, not only from a financial perspective, but also from, um, you know, a community goodwill perspective.
2: Mm-hmm. So, Whether you have kids in the school or not. Yeah. Right.
4: Exactly.
3: Yeah. Just to um, echo what Scott just said, you know, I just want to thank our staff, um, the volunteers. People have been phenomenal during this time. Um, I know I, I heard from one parent, the child, the child who went to the bus location for the, the feeding location, but the bus—it was the timing off. So the child and the bus it did not synchronize. But anyway, the point is mom she texted me and she said she needs food. And I reached out to I reached out to the superintendent, got in contact with Dr. Harris. I mean, it was just a domino effect. Mm-hmm. And they got food to the family. And I heard back from mom and mom just thank you. She thanked me for my passion for our children. And she said her, the, her kids thank, thank me too. And it was just so heartfelt. Everyone is just being so supportive of one another mm-hmm. during this time. And, but I wanted to continue. Mm-hmm. Continue to support our children to make sure that they have all the resources are there for them. To mm-hmm. be successful, and but having these feeding location sites going into the community, that has made such a huge huge difference, especially mm-hmm. in the south side, because the way the south side is laid out. Yes. It just it we have just reached so many families, and it has just been phenomenal. So I just want to thank everyone. Thank, thank everyone for their support. Yeah. Yes. Um, and thanking our staff being on the front line and putting their lives at risk. But doing this because they care. And we appreciate everyone from the bus drivers, the custodians, cafeteria workers, our teachers, everyone just want to say thank you.
2: Yes, so the feedings are, are definitely important. What else have you guys been working on as a, a team, as a board, to provide a service for the students, parents, yep. you know, during this time?
5: So food is number one. And number two is to make sure that our kids can continue to learn. Um, you know, we, it's likely that, uh, so school closed on March 13th maybe five or six months from that date before they're back in school. And that is a really long time to be out of school for okay. not just academic reasons, but for social reasons as well. But yeah, we know there's something called the summer slide, which is a very well-researched phenomenon where kids anyway. fall back. right, And that's just with a normal, basically two month summer. Right, And so look, we know, many of our young people um, already have limited opportunity uh, to get all the support that they need to be successful so um, we are also deeply concerned that they're able to continue to learn so we've been doing a number of things when we immediately close we put together physical work packets that we distributed to students i also want to give a huge shout out to our teachers i announced on a thursday that we were going to close Um, We stayed open Friday so teachers could close things out with their kids. And that Friday, I mean, we had teachers showing up at five in the morning, six in the morning, so that they could prepare packets, get it to kids. Um, Just phenomenal. We also did a centralized packet that we had Rush printed and that we've distributed through our food distribution sites as well. So that was for the first two or three weeks. Um, Then we quickly set up on our website uh, an online learning platform so that there were resources for our families and for our kids, for different grades and subjects. And now we're about to launch on Monday, the second generation of that. We're calling it RPS at Home, which will basically be daily packaged lessons, English, math, science, social studies, even some arts and other things. Um, that will involve some videos, some uh, practice work using some of our existing online platforms so that families don't have to figure it all out on their own. So on Monday, you can go on. I'm a third grader. Click here, and that will give you um, a couple of hours of instruction for you to walk your, your child through. Um, and that will be for every grade and just about every subject. Um, and so we're we're really excited about that. But to make that truly equitable to make sure all of our kids can access it we need to make sure they all have computers and internet access and we know that many of our young people don't have those um, for um uh for you know for economic reasons and so um one of the things that we are trying to do now is get a, a laptop and internet access into anyone's hands who needs it and so we've launched a survey. I will tell you, um, as of yesterday, we already had 6,000 families sign up for a computer um, and or internet access, yeah. So it's a huge need and it's growing every day. Uh, We're going to redeploy computers that we have in our schools out to families. They need to have some software upgrades and things, so we're doing that right now. And I'm very, very grateful to the board um, I requested uh, about a $700,000 budget reallocation uh, from some things we just are no longer going to spend money on because we're closed right. towards right. the purchase of additional um, computers. And the philanthropic community has been stepping up. And I'm hopeful we'll have an announcement uh, maybe tomorrow or early next week about some major dollars that foundations have, have donated so that we can buy even more. So um, It's a massive effort. Um, You know, we're gonna have to um, get them all ready. They have to have security software and insurance and all that kind of jazz, but our hope is that within the next two weeks, we can deploy these computers out to our families and then every child in RPS who wants to access these learning materials will be able to do that. So um, it's a Herculean effort, but through the the leadership of the board, uh, the grace of the foundation community, um, and just the hard work of the team here at RPS, um, we're going to be able to pull this off. And I think it's going to be actually one of our proudest moments.
2: Yes, that is huge.
1: Yeah, <clears throat>
2: really. The digital gap. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes, that is huge. And of course, no one wishes uh, this situation on any school system, any... uh a city, uh, this is a terrible situation, of course, for any of, I mean, the whole country's going through it, but especially for Richmond to already be, you know, in the situation that we are, many of our schools are in great disrepair, and they need, we need so much help anyway, right, before now, but for us to be in this situation, and to be in this place, and to have this come out of it, yeah, um, what a great peace blessing right Um, to come out of it I'm happy to see that Um, and I'm sure that the kids will be very happy to know that they'll have that piece of tech tech to take home um, and be able to expand their Learning experience across the summer, as well as be able to one, each just connect with each other, right? Yeah, yeah, um, that,
1: all that's about really important too, because I was actually thinking yeah. about. The loneliness that this sort of, um, you know, shelter in place type of thing causes because kids can't go play in the street with their friends or they shouldn't be, you know.
2: Yeah, not um, all
1: kids live in a neighborhood where, I mean, I, they should, right.
2: they're not supposed to be, even if they do. But not all kids live, you know, in a place where there might not be a neighbor, even if they can sneak outside and go play, you know, there's not... Always a kid next door, or not everybody lives in a townhouse. Or a kid also,
1: there. and mom is not always super fun, you know. Um, yeah, you know, um,
2: but,
3: but kids might sick of
1: their parents too. <laughs> their
3: social, emotional well-being, just yeah. having yeah. access to the technology. Yeah. And the
1: outside world—what is everybody else doing? You know, how can I connect? And how can i maybe I learn with my friends too? Definitely better than just kind of sitting around and twiddling your phones. Uh, No question. At the very least, you know. So it's a major, major thing. Mm -hmm. And the world is definitely a lot uh, different—totally different
2: than it was when I know I was in high school, middle school, definitely elementary school. So
1: well, and also this—who who expects this? You know, you start off your school year. Who who expects to be, you know, completely locked down and quarantined, away from all your friends, away from school activities like prom, etc., um, sports activities, whatever. They can't do any of that right now. No, I was saying that this is our new normal. Yeah, oh, right?
2: no ma'am. Mm-mm. No, she's like, no ma'am. No ma'am. So we're not going to claim that? We're not claiming that. I rebuke that in the name of all Jesus after Christ. We're not doing this. That's no, ma'am. no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> we ain't doing it. <laughs> uh-uh. <Yeah>. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Not doing it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, some of us are still working through that, you know, denial phase of this process. But
2: Listen to me. Listen. Hear me. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. We ain't doing this. Okay. All okay.
3: right. <laughs> no, here's
4: the here's the hoping now, we're out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, out and this about. Is, this but... is far beyond hope. This is not denial. I'm telling you, listen yeah. to these words. Speak <laughs> this with me, okay?
4: Heard it here okay. first.
2: All right. The good book says, <laughs> Faith, <laughs> we're not doing this, okay? <laughs> we're not doing this all 2020. <laughs> <okay>? <laughs> We ain't doing this. It's not what we're doing. Okay. Wow, so
5: what lived? hands, lips to God's ears. Yeah. Right.
1: Okay. So what happens though for say our high school students? You know, graduation. It's not a yeah. thing. It's going on. What What is the next step for folks that maybe haven't been? You know, reading the paper or on Twitter or whatever.
5: Yeah. Well, um, a couple of things. It's important that folks know. First and foremost. Our high school seniors who um, lost out on the rest of their senior year my heart just goes out to them. I've gotten so many emails from high school kids yeah. about their prom and their graduation yeah. ceremony and you know these are major milestones um, yeah. for so many young people and they've worked so hard, overcome so many obstacles yes. to kind of get to that point and then to have that yanked out from under them is it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I think uh, on the on the plus side the the state has been very generous with how we approach these young people to make sure that look if you were on your way to graduation you're going to get your diploma this year period full stop so I don't want seniors um, you know who are working hard to worry about that I've tried to share that information I'll continue to do that uh-huh. as for the ceremony and the prom and all I am in to providing that experience to our kids and our families. It just is not going to be on the normal timeline. It might have to be in August. It might have to be in September. Okay. Um, but I do want to make sure that kids are able to walk across the stage in their cap and gown, have family scream in the crowd, and take the pictures. Um, so we're going to make that happen. Okay. Um, it just is going to might take us a little bit of time to do that. Yeah, um, owner free. What's that?
2: Corona-free.
5: Corona-free. Yes, Corona-free. Absolutely. I also just want folks to know, um, any parents out there or kids, um, kids will not be held back agree. That's another thing I hear a lot about, like, oh, since we've been closed, does that mean my fourth grader is going to have to do fourth grade again? And the answer is no. Um, People will move up just as they would normally. Um, We want to make sure that kids continue to learn, which is why we keep putting so many resources out there. Um, We want them to be prepared for the next grade, um, but uh, we're not going to hold anybody back. And um, we will continue to think about uh, the administration and the board around what does next year look like? Do we start early? Do we have a longer day? Do we go longer? Um, It's hard to answer those questions now because we just don't know when this is all going to really end. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just hearing from a briefing that you know, it looks like things will, will will peak in Virginia in in May, maybe June. Yeah. If it's peaking then, we're really not going to be able to do anything until probably August. And at that point, might as well just go back to your regular schedule. So um, a lot of unknowns, but again, yeah. we're trying to do everything we can to help ease the anxiety that kids are facing, families are facing. Right. Also, our staff, just one word, I want to be clear we have committed to and are paying all of our staff, including yeah. our hourly and part-time workers, um, because you know these are the backbone of our system, these folks, mm-hmm. and our hourly workers, as it is, um, are not making that much, barely getting by themselves. And we did not want anyone to get evicted, lose their house, yeah. not be able to eat because of the closure. So um, I appreciate the board's support on this, but. Um, we have uh, 100% pay for our employees, and um, are very proud of that, and, and we will continue to do that throughout the club. Y'all
1: hear that? Yeah, everybody's getting paid.
2: That's yes. important. That's important. So I don't want to hear any nonsense on Twitter, Facebook, any social about what RPS is not doing for its employees. That's big. Mhm. All of
5: them. Even security and, and They're getting paid everybody
1: everybody
4: and right? if if we don't owe our employees that uh with the commitment that they have to our school system uh year in and year out then um then i don't think we're doing it right so i'm i'm really proud of rps uh and uh rps's ability at this point to do that and that's including, including ability the back pay and will the
2: back pay that the, that the bus drivers was owed
5: <laughs> I think that's long. That's long since been addressed. That, that was has been addressed. Good. That has been addressed. And in the budget that I proposed and the board um, approved, there's a significant raise for our bus drivers as well.
1: Oh, you hear that?
5: And our custodians. You y'all
2: hear that? There you go. Oh, cut yeah. that. Competitive. Cut that. Cut that nonsense out. I don't want to hear nothing else about that. That's yeah. been handled. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There we go. All right. Yeah, well, one Max. thing we definitely want to make sure that you guys um, make it very clear, where can parents and teachers get um, all of the information that, um, especially parents and students, if there's information or updates that are available, where's a central place they can get that information
5: from? The best place is to go to our website, rvaschools.net. Um, It is updated every day, sometimes 10 times a day. Um, Right on the homepage, you can get um, links to everything that we've been talking about, our meal program, the technology survey. So please let folks know if you know a family that needs a computer, have them fill that out so we can get one to them. Um, We have a running set of FAQs where we just keep track of all the questions that are coming in and the answers. Um, I send out a... Daily message to 15,000 people, it's teachers, it's families, students, anyone can sign up. If you go to our website, you can put in your email address and get that as well. That has daily updates. Um, you can email me directly. It's jkameras, and that's spelled K-A-M-R-A-S at rvaschools.net. I read my own email. I will respond um i'm getting hundreds a day but that's okay it's important that folks are able to connect with me and and get the answers that they need and because of the chair i sit in i can make things move fast and so that's what we're trying to do um and um yeah we we want to make sure folks have everything all the information they need all the support that they need so we are um, communicating as much as we possibly can i'm doing uh, weekly robocalls We text out my daily messages every day. Everything goes out in Spanish as well. Um, And actually on our website, our website has functionality to translate um, any of the text on our website into over a hundred languages. There's a right at the top where you can pull down and choose whatever language you need so um, everybody should have access to that information.
3: Yes. In addition to what The superintendent just stated, I know I have a social media outlet, and I'm sure Scott has. So we have been been pushing out that information to just make sure that parents, community supporters, that they share this information just in case someone misses it. But we just keep pushing out this information so that everyone can be informed and stay informed.
1: One thing I'd like to touch on, though, too, is uh, so we're talking about, you know, feet, making sure these families are fed, you know, these kids are fed, making sure they have technology to continue learning while they're away. Are there any specific child-centered mental health services that you know about? Because, like I said before, during this time, it's very lonely Yes. And kids who are in tough situations are now locked into that tough situation without the outlet of their their friends at school and their teachers. Um, so what in that arena can we talk about?
5: Yeah, yeah thanks for raising that, Melissa. Um, I've tried to talk a lot about mental health during this time for our kids, um, our staff, our families. Um, there are a number of resources. So... Certainly for our kids, we are leveraging our existing partners, places like Child Savers, SCAN, and other partners to try to provide uh, support um, as necessary. It's harder now given the shutdown and the closure, but our team knows kids uh, that have been facing all kinds of trauma already. And so we're trying to keep tabs on those kids, reach out to them. Um, provide the support or intervention as is necessary with our partners. We've also been pushing out um, the phone number for RBHA, uh, Richmond Behavioral Health uh, Association, to provide support to any Richmond resident in crisis. Um, Also, uh, our healthcare provider, Cigna, has an employee assistance program, um, and they are giving now, I think the latest update is 10 free uh, mental health sessions um, for anybody covered by our plan. So that's all of our employees. Um, and we strongly encourage folks to take advantage of that. This is an incredibly stressful time um, for adults and for kids. Um, I, I do want to just add, you know, so, as I shared before, so many of our young people before coronavirus were facing unbelievable challenges in their lives things that many of us as adults even can't fathom how we would deal with Uh and now this is happening on top of that Uh and we also know that for some kids home isn't a safe place absolutely and um that's just the reality and so uh we are going to need to invest even more in kids and families on the other side of this than we already have. And what scares me is we were just beginning to climb out of the recession era cuts and we know revenue is taking a huge hit now. Across the country, and I want to make sure that we all join hands together and not just get us back to now where we were pre-corona, or pre-recession, but we're going to need even more to help young people who, for some of them, this is going to set them back for years.
3: Mm -hmm. And
5: um, I just, I need folks to understand that out there. Um, That is the reality for many of our kids and our families who are going to lose jobs that will not come back after this is over. So we are going to have to work together truly as one community to support each other if we really want to, uh, you know, be known as a, a city that takes care of its people.
2: Absolutely. That's the message That's the message right there.
1: Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, is there anything anybody else wants to add, talk about while we're here? You no, know, I just wanted
3: to ask you to, if you could touch on like medication, because I know a lot of parents have questions about where can they pick up medication for their children or child that, were, that was previously taking medication in school for, for, you know, to support their disability?
5: Yeah, so we have um, been messaging out that parents should come up and pick up that medication from their child's school. When we first closed, the vast majority of parents who whose kids had medication came up and, and got all of that. Uh, we have been ordered now by the state to close out our nursing suites as of tomorrow. And so mm-hmm. there's been a big push to contact any families that still have medication because after tomorrow, we have to either mail using a whole set of protocols or dispose of any remaining medication. So that's been uh, the instructions we've received from the state. Okay.
3: Okay. So that's something that we need to make yep. sure that parents are aware.
5: Yeah. Okay. Well, one other thing I was going to add is um, I have decided um, as a former math teacher to teach a 30-minute math lesson every day uh, through Zoom. Oh, right. Yes, and um, it has only renewed my appreciation for our teachers because um I've been brought back to my teacher days and and it's hard um it's hard teaching virtually to engage but I'm getting better at zoom um my, my children gave me a little sound machine so I've got you know and I can't. <laughs> And, um, you know, Sorry, one of my I, dogs
1: like just came and totally knocked. <laughs> no, yeah.
5: And then one of my favorites. I is. is. <laughs> so, uh, we're trying to keep it, uh, interesting. I evening, but I invite anybody to, to tune in 2 PM Monday through Friday for Mr. K's 30 minutes of math. You can catch the videos on our website too. They're recorded. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting better every day, so have grace with me, but um, uh, it's it's also been a lot of fun. It's, it's one of the highlights of my day to get back into my teaching roots. That's
2: awesome. And are they different, multi-grade level, different grade levels, different days? And also we I'm have been participating
5: with sort of fourth, fourth in the read aloud. Actions, uh, because I know that that's something that um I don't like.
2: Oh oh! Wait, well, hold on. What, what Wait a minute. Oh. Jason, tell us what grade levels it was, and then oh, we'll down. Sorry,
5: on. I'm focusing on fourth grade fractions. Yikes. Okay. Yes, because I,
1: mean, I can use a refresher.
5: Because I know that uh, kids don't like fractions generally. Well,
2: speaking. adults don't either.
5: I know, but they're super cool, and um, if they're you super watch-
1: cool, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody <laughs> say fractions are
5: super cool. <laughs> So join in on the fun! I guarantee you'll learn
2: something. Oh gosh, right. I might tune in. And what were you saying, uh, Don? You know, I was just
3: saying that we have been participating in the read-alouds, um, oh, reading yeah. the book A Wish Tree, and that has been fun, but also challenging because trying to stay animated yes. and make sure that our students are engaged and want want to hear us you're yes. going to a, a read aloud <laughs> so i'm yes. looking forward to doing another one
2: yes 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 so that's awesome i'm glad that you guys are engaging with the kids um i did a read aloud with my son and a group of his friends and um my phone rang or something happened and um the music popped on in the background and it was like Megan the Stallion or something, and that was way more entertaining. And oh, I know
3: they, it. I know it. I know
2: it. And they were like, "Can we just listen to that instead of what you're <laughs> talking about?" And I was like, "Okay." You
3: hear all the background noise, and you tell your family, "Okay, I'm doing a read aloud, so you all need to be
2: quiet." Nope. Then y'all hear the four employees that came in here and slammed the door and did something on the computer. <laughs> all that stuff while I was in here, I told them there's a note on the door that says. Do Not Disturb, In The Zone, and 12 people came in here while I was in here. <laughs>
1: Brave New World, I'm telling you, my dogs are like, who are you talking to? Ridiculous. <laughs> 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 well, we... But no, I'm glad we, that this exists, because otherwise, yeah. you know, um, some folks might not get this information, so really do appreciate uh, y'all joining us. Anything else you'd like to put out there in the
5: world? Before
4: just to then. say, just to th- say thank you. Uh, I think Don and and the superintendent, Mr. Camrys, have done a a great job of um, noting how many people have been pitching in to help with our students. Have been pitching in to um, to read, to distribute food, to um, ensure their safety. And uh, I, I don't think we could be more thankful for the support that we're receiving from from people throughout the community. And also the big thanks to the medical professionals in our community who I think will be yeah. experiencing increased challenges over the weeks and uh, couldn't be more proud of the work they're doing for for us and for our kids and their families as well.
2: Yes. And oh, that, one thing RVA Dirt always likes to do because that's, I think that's important um, in the community. We always have um, lots of people who run, uh, yeah over themselves um, to help the community and love to tell the community how the community um, or what what needs to be done to the community to help themselves right Um, but instead of uh, telling the community what uh, they need help with right how can other people um, give their time or donate to initiatives that are already in place to uh, donate their time, resources, help. What can people, where can people come to? What can people do to help you guys?
5: Yeah. So on our website, again, rbaschools.net, there's a link where you can sign up to volunteer. We're taking volunteers to help with food distribution. We'll have volunteers to help with the laptop distribution, all kinds of things. Uh, So go ahead and put your information into the form, and then you'll get a call, and we'll let you know what um, would be most useful. And then if you want to donate uh, actual funds, the RPS Education Foundation, if you go to their um, homepage, right there is a button to click and donate, and you can designate it for COVID-19 response so that it goes specifically towards that, and all of those funds will go toward either food or technology for our kids or other supports um, all directly to kids and families. So those are the two best ways you can help out.
2: Awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. No, oh, thank you guys.
5: Uh, thank you. Thank we you. It. We love RBA Dirt. <laughs> oh,
1: yay. We love you guys too. <laughs> thank you guys. All so
4: right. Much. You guys have any recommendations for what we should be binging?
1: Um, oh, oh my <laughs>
2: Lord, I, you know, I don't even watch TV. And <laughs> as much time as people have on their hands right now, I actually am still as busy as I always am. Exactly.
1: Well, so I have taken to watching um, really terrible, terrible movies. Um,
5: Mike?
1: Thanks. Thanks for the 80s. Um, so there's this, <laughs> there's this genre called swords and sorcery. And it's like, it's like He Man and Conan the Barbarian, like all smooshed together, with just just maybe a little bit of Skinamax thrown in there. Oh wow, is that what
4: inspired the background? Uh,
1: no, today I just really wanted to be in a magical forest land today. Um, <laughs> okay. Lord, take me away where there's no COVID and nothing smells like antiseptic anymore. <laughs> um. You're <laughs> but um, I can highly recommend Castlevania on Netflix if you like anime at all and if you ever played the game when you were a kid. Um, Castlevania? Castlevania? Castlevania. Uh,
5: Castlevania.
1: I, I just really liked it. I binged it. Like, oh. <laughs> There's so much crap on. Um, but yeah, I just, I picked, I, I so I, I went to Amazon Prime and um, just searched 80s movies, prime only, and it was just like right there. <laughs> and I don't, it must be, do they put it based on popularity? Because if it's popular, Jesus, yeah. people, people have problems. Um, in the dark ages, did you know that um, midriffs and G-strings were a thing? <laughs> oh
4: no, wow. I That's do awesome.
1: now. I yes, recently. I know, Fran, I see your face, I know.
2: Yes. Are you, well, you I don't watch television, but I have recently <laughs> ordered... A, uh, a new book on Amazon and it's called Progressive um, Dystopia Abolition, Anti-Blackness and Schooling in San Francisco by Savannah Sange, the uh, daughter of the woman who wrote um, For Color Girls and it's oh, wow. a very extensive read and it's really really deep. Can um, so of- you say me name I'm sorry. Can
3: you see the name of that book again?
2: Yeah, Progressive Dystopia, Abolition, Anti-Blackness, and the Schooling in San Francisco.
4: Boy, now I feel guilty for watching Tiger King instead of... Uh...
1: Oh my God, no. My husband watched all of <laughs> Tiger King. Yeah. I watched one episode and was like, yeah. what is <laughs>
2: happening? Yeah, we ain't watching no TV. Oh no. you <laughs> are <Keep> working. <laughs> yeah. So, but yes. Thank you guys so much for Yeah, thank us. you. Hi everybody! Hi. Thank um, you. We're gonna don't hang up. We're gonna close out. Oh, he's already okay. gone. Hold on. All right. You do you your can closing. Continue. Yeah, that's fine. You can continue this conversation, um, listeners, and or start another one, um, on all of our social media at RVA Dirt. Um, heard here on WRIR LP ninety-seven point three Richmond. Oh, sorry, I messed it up. Darn. I'm gonna fix it. What?
1: Have you back?
3: back.
2: Hey, <laughs> it's okay. We're just closing up. It's do fine. It I'll, I'll I'll do it again. Um, You can hear this conversation, connect with us, or start another one. <laughs> Heard here every week on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on WRIR LP P ninety seven point three FM Richmond Independent Radio.
1: There you go. <laughs>
2: And as always, listeners, Flint still has dirty water, Our, and now so does, you know, uh, Jersey, and now we got COVID all over the country, so stay your asses at home, you know what I mean? Be safe.
1: Be yep. safe. Wash your hands.
2: Wash your hands, and don't cough on people. Mm-hmm. Yep, wash your is fully funded, and they're also closed, and so we need to get some funding for all these things that we're going to need next year. Exactly. Okay, and the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that, to infinity and beyond. Yes. And Richmond is still racist, but we're working on it. See you next week. All right. Thank you. All
1: uh, right. Thank you guys so Bye much. Guys. Take guys. care. Be safe. Bye.
2: Stay at home. Yeah.
1: yeah. Home. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right. right. <laughs> Unless you need to go help somebody. That's okay.
2: That's it. Bye. Bye, guys.
4: Bye.
1: Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> get it real. get it real. Get it real.